back to Mindset's Manifestation. Hey, everyone. Hi, guys. I, I just realized I did not plug in my microphone, but I think it's all good because it's fine. Um, Sarah is very professional. That's one thing I have to say. Like, you're very professional and I am. Let's just go with it. You know? <laughs> go with the flow. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, I go on these walks along Central Park and I'm always thinking about life. Like when I'm on my walks around the city, I think about life. And lately I've been thinking about why do we give up our fucking power? And what I mean by that is why do we need to ask permission from people for us to be ourselves? Why do we give up on our dreams for other people? Why do we let other people, why do we seek other people's definition of who we are like how many times i i think of myself sarah did i wonder if you've gone through this but when i was younger i yeah. often found my myself seeking outwardly to to define myself like i was trying to find something that was like me or that was um a movie or someone could tell me like, well, what do you think of me? Like, you know, I, I looked for other people to tell me their thoughts of me and I adopted their thoughts of me rather than coming up with my own thoughts of myself and being that person and feeling confident to be that person. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think, um, I think I would strive. I I'd noticed think something in work where if I overachieved, I received some validation. Mm -hmm. Um, so I always put my kind of worth and power into that, that even if I, you know, within myself was, you know, I could have been exhausted. I could have been, maybe mm -hmm. that's not the right direction. It would always be in order to get that validation and seek that from others. It was, you have to be a certain type of way. And that certain type of way in work would be overachieving, exceeding. Um, a certain type of way would be if, to your point, if you would ask people for their thoughts or like, I think subconsciously, I don't know, were you conscious of what would happen when you would get um, responses back? I mean, I knew that I was looking for somebody. I didn't, so for me, it was like, I didn't realize that I had the ability or the right to define myself. It was, I, I think it was just like a total loss of power, you know? Uh, and yes. example of this is kind of like, um, I mean, just like a loose example of this is, you know, feeling worthy, like having someone tell you, you did a good job. Like, I think mm -hmm. I was always seeking that kind of approval and validation that I did, did good, you know, like that yeah. was so hardwired in me that I gave so much of my power away because I was so like my identity, my self-worth was rooted in someone else perceiving me as doing a good yeah. job like their perception yeah. of my abilities rather than yeah, no, totally because even if I would but interestingly I remember thinking subconsciously even though people would praise me for whatever reason in any extent of life I would subconsciously be like it's still not enough yeah great it's still not enough See, I didn't what get praise. <laughs> I didn't get praise. I was like, it's not, I, instead of hearing that voice in my head that it's not good enough, I actually heard the voice of other people say it's not good enough. And so because mm. of that, I 
felt like I was just like a piece of shit. Like I didn't deserve good things in life. I wasn't worthy of that. And so that's where that came from. And I think, you know, there's different degrees of this. There's a a spectrum of this, but I think that it's an ongoing issue. Like, why do we need other people to define us? Like, why can we not define ourselves? Why can we not validate our own needs and feel like our needs are worthy. And I mean, this kind of stuff happens in the day-to-day too. You know, when we were talking about triggers before, like when people get you, like people may irritate you or someone does something to you, yeah. why do we let it continue to bother us? Why can't we just roll, let it roll off and, and realize that we're giving our power away when we get upset? Yeah. Which is, I mean, that is a skill to to really work on because the amount of energy it takes like without us really realizing that we're giving that energy and power away to that human that's not even in front of us anymore yeah I mean I remember hearing um someone say like when I was much younger before I knew anything about mindset or even had this concept you know like I feel like nowadays mindset is such a common sort of subject Mm -hmm. It, it doesn't mean that everybody is is mindful, but mindfulness no. and mindset is is definitely more available to you if this is something you're interested in. But when I was much younger, you know, we, I mean, I can remember a time when we didn't even have like, did I can I can remember when we didn't even have the internet. So it's like someone had said something to me like, well, usually the people that piss you off, they don't even know that they've made you upset. They have yeah. no idea but yet you're carrying this like burden of anger, you know, and it's really, and and then you, you think about it. It's like, okay, we're allowed so much energy in one day. Yeah. And we're giving some of that energy away. Like, why are we going to spend a moment of our life being angry about something? And, And oftentimes it's something that's completely irrelevant. Like, I don't know, just like it could be anything. Yeah, usually it's very, very uh, small that triggers some of the biggest emotions. When was the time, do you remember the moment when you started to take your power back or a moment where you're like, oh, holy shit, that feels amazing? A moment when I started to take my power back? I mean, I don't remember a moment. I don't. I I think it was just probably more of a gradual transition. It wasn't like I just did that and suddenly it was like there. But I just want to, I think that it's really important. And I think that that's what I really want to get into. It's like, how can you take your power back? Like what kinds of, what kind of things can we do in our day to day to help us? Like, I mean, one thing I think of off the top of my head is assessing ourselves, like looking at who we are and the amazing things about ourselves, like give ourselves permission to write about all the things that we actually really love about ourselves from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. Like one of the things that I really love about myself is my ability to feel emotion and, Mm -hmm. and, um, to feel like empathy for others and to tap into that emotion. Like when I was younger, I felt very uncomfortable with that because it made me feel like an outsider that I was so sensitive to things. 
But now that I've gotten older and I understand that emote, that that's a part of my creativity. That's a part of my sensitivity. That's a part of how I see the world differently. That gives me more confidence in myself because I realize the uniqueness of myself and I love that part of myself. And I think one way is that we give ourselves permission to, to do that, to write about, write a list of all of the things that you think are amazing about yourself, like from the smallest to the largest thing. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. Um, I think the other piece is when we, I remember doing that list and being like, I, I think subconsciously comparing that myself to others versus mm-hmm. there's only one me, there's only one you. Like, and the uniqueness and beauty in that is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Then when I started to kind of comprehend that perspective of there's only one me, we are so unique, um, but all connected. And also I found that um, bringing my power back and starting to really lean into who I was is loving the parts of me that I kind of like cringed at. Yeah. I think the, I think it's really worth exploring why we cringe at parts. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, with this, I really want to like tap into what are some active steps because like, I think writing out your thoughts is really important or creating a mm-hmm. voice note. I've often said that like create a voice note, talk to yourself, you know, talk through yeah. yourself. And, and, and I actually, I really 100% believe that it helps you to be able to articulate your thoughts and feelings about other things when you're interacting with other people or journal. Some people prefer to, to write out their thoughts, but I think if, you could even turn something like that into a journal exercise. Like what parts about my, of myself, do I not love? What parts about myself do I not like? And then explore what is it? Because maybe it is something about yourself that you would really like to change, you know, and that would benefit you to change. And you can then explore that. Or it's something that, why are you cringing? Like, where does that cringe come from? Is that a, is that your voice judging or is that a voice of somebody else kind of thing is it the past yeah yeah and I think to your point in terms of finding what's in your control and then bringing your empowerment and self-esteem almost to once you figure out what's in your control how can you do something differently like take back your day-to-day routine take back something if there's some habits that you want to move away from how can you take control of that because every choice that we make um really helps to empower like the self-esteem of I can do it versus I find the voice was like yeah I'll do it later or it's not really for me or it sounds nice but it's not it's not for me you know and then that's where I think even like working out you get into that habit of wanting to feel good Mm -hmm. but feeling good by defining on how you look versus loving you at whatever size shape you're at Mm-hmm. but actually finding the why of why do I want to get in shape? Why do I want to look good to your point? Why don't I love myself? And then when that question is answered and kind of brought to the surface, I feel like this inner voice and inner knowing guides us to our next step. Yeah. I, I, inner voice and inner knowing absolutely does. And, but I think that you have to do some that disconnection from inner voice and inner knowing will then 
if you don't have that conversation within yourself, then yeah. other people will have that conversation for you. It's like, yeah, exactly. If you, if you don't make decisions for yourself, other people will make decisions for you. And, and I think, I mean, I know many, many people and I was very much this way, but I know many, many people that have spent so much of their time not making a decision for themselves. They have to go and assess. They have to have a conversation with this friend about this problem and then have the another friend have the same conversation. It's almost like they have to take a poll of everybody's answers when at the end of the day, they're they're either going, they're probably going to do what they want to do, whether they, what they want to do is best for them or not. Like they could get, yeah. everyone could say, this is what you should do. And every person they poll could probably say the same thing. And then they're just going to be like, okay, but then they're going to do what they want to do. Yeah. I, I struggled massively with that and trusting myself because I trusted everyone else. So I asked everyone's opinion. Yeah. And I probably lean on the person that I trusted the most. And went with what they said, even though deep down I was like, something's off. Yeah. And I would constantly ignore it. And then when I realized, like, you lit, I literally don't trust anything about myself. I'm not, I don't even trust myself to make a decision. I don't trust myself to make basic decisions in my life. And I found that the reason that, if, you know, to build trust with someone comes with consistency, comes with actions, comes mm -hmm. in getting to know the person. What is the energy? So I had become so uncomfortable with myself that I, and I didn't know who I was. So typically if you don't know someone, it's, it's a buildup of trust. Them. Right. Yeah. But it's the same with yourself. I was like, okay, I don't know who I am. Like, I don't yeah. know my beliefs really. Do I know my beliefs? Well, what are my beliefs and where did they come from? What and do again, I value? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like sitting down with yourself and yeah. having this conversation with yourself and figuring out what do I fucking believe in? Because I actually do remember that. It's like, what do I value in my life? And I, I think you've got to do this kind of often, like not yeah. often, but you've got to come back to this every now and again, because we change, we're always evolving and changing. So what we value at one phase in our life, we may not value later. And I feel like We've got to think like, what do we value? What do we want? What do we believe in? You know, who, what yeah. do we believe about ourselves? So we can then have this friendship with ourselves and this building this trust. Exactly. Yeah. That friendship piece is great. Like what advice would I give a friend? Yeah, and most exactly. of the time, the advice I wouldn't give a friend, I wouldn't give to myself. We like don't. I remember, we don't, yeah, we, we don't. It's the complete opposite. I remember having such a complex feeling about my relationship with not necessarily alcohol but going out like my identity had been built around being so fun and this is so great and everyone encouraging me to be that person but deep down I'm like it's not serving me and the battle that I had with that was it wasn't serving me and even after I said it's not serving me I still battled with releasing that because what did that mean because I'm surrounded by everyone who loves that version of me. Yeah. So if that version of me no longer exists, what would that happen? What would happen to that friendship pool? What would, and then it got to would the point where I'm like, you? like, would yeah. they still love you the same? Yeah. Like, and I'm like, it, that's when I started to trust myself in um, 
it's not serving me. Let's go on this journey of trusting that inner knowing and seeing what happens. But it was scary because my belief and identity was surrounded by it. But let me ask you this. So why is it that we, when we know something is good for us, why do, why are we fearful of what other people will think? And if they will still love us the same or appreciate us the same, if we're not that same, we're not bringing that version of ourselves to the table anymore. You know, it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I think for me personally, it was, uh, Again, it goes back to I didn't really know myself. So I, so if so, someone was like, you're really fun when we're out drinking, I would be like, am I fun when I'm not? No one really said, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. am I that person when I'm not? Or like, well, who do you think I am when I'm not? Am I only yeah. a party friend, you know, kind of thing? Yeah. Well, so I think was, you're fun. You're fun sober. So yes. Yeah. No, now I'm like, but that's one of the things I love about myself is how funny I am. Yeah. And like how much fun I like to have and like yeah. playful and inner child, like I let my inner child play all the time now. Yeah. Um, but again, it was, it was rooted quite deeply in my belief system of that's who I was and my habits and my routine and, and the lifestyle that I'd created became my personality. Yeah. And that's where I got lost for myself because actually I was like, I don't even know if I like this personality, if I'm yeah. honest. Well, I think it's sometimes too, because like with my experience too, with similar types of things, as I started becoming more and more myself, I realized I wasn't aligned with a lot of people that I used to hang around with. And I mean, even, even in my life now, it's like, I see it more and more, like as I become more and more myself, which is a constant journey, becoming more and more yourself. Um, you realize like sometimes we have relationships with people just because we've known them for so long, but we don't really, we don't really connect anymore. Like our values, what we, whatever is not the same anymore. And it's, it's like, sometimes we hold on to those things for reasons that we really, I can't even really explain. Yeah. I think it's the no. Yeah. It just if you, you're in the moment of the known. But they may not be the best of friendships though. Maybe not even like true friendship though. That's but if you've met yeah, but I think it's maybe it's that feeling of like you said, in terms of not wanting to let people down. You know? Of, well, that's the thing I'm saying. Like yeah. as you become more and more yourself, it becomes less relevant if they feel that totally. you know what I mean? Totally. Like, people that you care about, yes, you care about them, but the people that you don't have like a true authentic connection with or friendship yeah. with, it's like this friendship is not good for me anymore. It's time to let it go, kind of thing, or something like that. You know, it's just life just really changes and as we move along and things like that come up but 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 when i was much younger and i was going through all of this it was it i felt a lot of guilt for that because i felt you know i was learning to love myself and learning to accept myself but as you do that you're like do i have to be this way for this person do i have to hang out with this person i'm feeling like i have to do this mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then, then what, and that's a giving up of power. Yeah. 
It totally is. But I, I think was... finding you. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. I think finding out who you are and like what you want to do. I remember being in moments where I'm like, someone would ask me to do something and I'd be like, I kind of don't want to go. Yeah. And then I'd be like, okay, then why are you going? That's your inner self. Like, yeah. You, like this isn't aligned with us. Like I really do believe like when we feel um, a lack of something, like a, a, a lack of motivation or we feel like that, like not excited, or we feel like we don't want to go or mm. hang out with this person or whatever. It's like our inner self telling us that this is not aligned with our energy because yeah. the energy has shifted, right? Like we're in a different vibration. And when we try to align with another energy, that's not aligned with us anymore. It just feels, it doesn't feel good. And so yeah. that happened. And when I started to like lean in and explore that with compassion versus uh, okay, it doesn't matter if you don't want to go because you have to do it anyway. <laughs> See, you know, right, just right. It's like then staying up and doing yeah, the motion. Yeah, yeah you just force yourself because that's what I'm doing. I'm on autopilot. But then how do you build the trust? Because you see, then right then and there, you're losing trust with yourself. Yeah. When, but when if I that started was your to friend, you would say, well, if you don't feel like going, don't go. Don't go. go. <laughs> but it, but it was never personal though, and it was yeah. probably the fear of that person taking that rejection. Because deep down, I wouldn't want to feel rejected. But it's right. not even about that. It's just about honoring the fact that me personally, was I was probably very tired and I needed to um, take that time to, to myself. Communicating, once I started communicate, communicating that with friends mm -hmm. and listening to what my body needed, it felt good. So I'm like, ooh, yeah. we should do this more. Yeah, and I think that friends... They could be disappointed if you're not there, but it doesn't mean that you'll lose a friendship for it. Yeah. And I think we interpret it as, you know, that's our, that's our interpretation of what they may interpret. We cannot be in their brain and control. Exactly. What but we're thinking, you know, and again, it's like almost like a little bit of people pleasing because we don't want them to feel hurt, but they may not even feel hurt anyway. They might totally. just, oh, well, that's a bummer. I wish you could be there but I'll see you next time or next week or whatever, you know, but we're interpreting it as like, Oh, I need to be there for this person, blah, 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 blah. And then we may go, we may not have a great time or maybe we go and we have a great time, but still it's about the trust with ourselves though. Yeah. Honoring what the signals we're getting. Yeah. I had a friend, a friend I was talking to, she's a very close friend and we talk a lot about different things. And she was, just not feeling like a part of the community that she was involved in anymore. And she just didn't feel like she was aligned with them. And um, she was just kind of like having, you know, just wanted some support and feeling that it was like what she was feeling was valid because she was growing and learning. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you're growing yeah. and learning and you're seeking to like understand what you feel. And that's very different from taking polls from people. Taking polls from yes. people, you know, that's, you know what that energy is. That's just like ruminating and talking over and over again. And it's just like, you're hashing it out over and over again versus like confiding with a friend and saying, well, this is how I'm feeling, you know, and maybe they're like a few steps further along on like their journey and they can say, yes, what you're feeling is totally valid. That's a different situation. Yeah.
that's very different. That's very different than being like pulled in so many directions. And I think that's where, you know, sometimes when time passes and you get pulled, you're on autopilot, you're pulled in that many directions, you're going with the flow of the life that you've had for however long that time passes and you're like, what just happened? Yeah. Um, versus when I think the moment I started to like take my power back and think, what do I need for myself? What is my values? What, what am I doing this for? Um, what is my why and who am I? Time moves differently. Yeah. I don't, like it's, I, I think because we also making decisions about how we spend our time. And that's empowering. It is very empowering. Versus losing the time to going with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. There's something definitely to be said about that. Yeah, but I just, you know, I wanted to really get in on this podcast and just talk about how we give that power away. And I thought it was really important because you know, a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, we've all kind of had that sort of people pleaser moment in our lives. And, you know, sometimes if also there's a lot of empaths that listen to this podcast, and I feel like, you know, when you're feeling these things, like, as you feel these feelings, you're like, feeling responsible for the feelings, you know, like, as you said, with thinking that, you don't want them to feel rejected. It's like you're mm-hmm. overfeeling things that may or may not be there. And in fact, maybe they're just, maybe the feeling of rejection is the feeling that we're feeling for ourselves who are rejecting ourselves and what exactly. we do, you know? Yeah. Totally. Maybe that's the feeling that we're actually feeling and we're interpreting. And we're just it projecting out. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think that that relationship to self is so important, but it's, you know, I was, um, you know, God that can lead in so many different things, but I sometimes think about like, you know, you were talking about working out and I think about like just other things that we can do for ourselves and how we can not do those things for us, for ourselves or put them off or like neglect ourselves a little bit. And that is again, another situation in which we are losing the trust within ourselves like our relationship with ourselves like it we get that relationship when we are when we are not when we are neglecting ourselves in some capacity yeah when we don't do what we know we should do you mean yeah for ourselves it's like where does that yes where does that come from is it is it always just coming back to worthiness and deserving? And now I was gonna you were right about that. That could go so many. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's the root of everything. I think so. I th- yeah, the unworthiness when when I started to work on my worth. That definitely yeah, but it's just it's like there's branches of work. It mm-hmm. just branches out and it just seeps through so many more things like your relationship to yourself, family, friends, husband, what like it's mm-hmm. your worthiness will show up differently. Yeah. Right? It but does. Because we have different levels of worthiness with yes. other people. Yeah. That's what makes it really complex. That's what I found quite complex with my worthiness. Um 
but it started with different like my worthiness for me i don't know if it was the same with you but i am worthy of feeling good about the food that i ate and mm-hmm. that, like that's where i felt i could be in control of the power of if i eat certain foods i don't feel good okay i i'm yeah. worth i want to feel good i want my body to feel good so let's make a different choice and like break it down just start with breakfast then like those little things genuinely helped me to kind of put together what worthiness meant for me mm-hmm. and built up my self-esteem and my worth of I'm worthy of everything I'm worthy of a great body a great life mm-hmm. and I do have some control of it mm-hmm. when it doesn't feel like you have any control of it that's when it rules your whole life yeah and there's the past trauma etc that's what, it's huge <laughs> it's huge It's huge. Okay, so I think that I think we can give one other, like one other thing. What would you say would be a way to I I think when okay, here's one thing I just want to say really quick. When I find myself asking other people what they think and I do it more with more than one person, that's when I know that I need to come back to myself mm-hmm. and strengthen my relationship with myself. That's my red flag. When you ask everyone for their opinion. Uh, not everyone. Oh, just certain people. A couple, like more than one person. Um, I'm asking one person or talking about a situation with one person. And then I'm bringing that same situation up with someone else. That means I need to come back and recenter. Like, it's like, I'm catching myself. Yes. I think, that, I think it's like, you know, this is a podcast. It's not a video cast, but I think it's like a flow of energy. Like it's, you're connected to yourself. So you're rooted in the center, you're grounded, you're centered. And then mm-hmm. as days go on, you start kind of pulling yeah. out and you start getting disconnected from the center. And then you have to come back in. And then you go back out and you come back in. And it doesn't matter if you meditate every single day, because some days you're going to be far better at allowing yourself to relax and sink into meditation versus other days where you're going to feel like I have other days where I'm just very anxious and I can't sit still to even just meditate. And and meditation then becomes like walking or physical sort of exercise yeah. can be meditative, but that doesn't always mean that I'm grounded and centered within myself because I think then it comes down to more of like what's going on in my mind, less, less that's going on like physically to help me center, but more like influence multiple events, different things are all coming at once. And I start finding myself moving away from myself. Yeah. And so it's like having those identifiers when you're moving away from yourself, when you're giving up power, when you're ruminating, like in your mind or replaying a conversation, like all those types of things are like the red flags. And it's like, okay, you need to come back to center. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly the same mind, similar to yours as if I'm asking too many people also, depending on the state of like my home, like I'm very particular and I, I like, I like a, an environment that, everything has its place yes uh, but if I start to sense that I'm like not being as mindful and then I catch myself going okay 
everything's a bit scattered. I've lost my center. That's a typical red flag for me as well. Um, and then sometimes if I, w- if I want to distract myself on social media. Yeah. Uh, that's another one. I'm like, that's oh, just definitely. five minutes. And then, and then when I find myself doing that, I'll, and to your point about meditation, sometimes you're just ruminating so much. I will typically then go to my journal of what am I trying to get away from? And I think that's where the journal comes in. Like that's yeah. really important, like writing out stuff, like just, and it's like, it is the cheapest self-work that you could ever possibly, yeah. you know, Yeah. because it's really just writing about, here's what I'm feeling. Where is this coming from? Exactly. What is it I need to know about this? You know, like simple questions, just like being very curious about whatever it is that's coming out of you. Yeah. And, and not judging that, it. No. And just that releasing next, it. Yeah. That leads to the next question. And you can just then be very honest with yourself. And I feel like as you're doing it, you will have layers of getting down to it because yeah. you'll, you'll have a layer that you feel comfortable talking about like writing about whatever you're going through. And then if you're, you're going into it and you're asking yourself, but is this really where it came from? And then if you Mm -hmm. keep going deeper and deeper and you can keep asking yourself that until you get to like, what's really going on here. Yeah. And then you start to see trends, Mm -hmm. then start to notice the pattern of my escape. When is it the time that I get triggered and what can I do before that? That's where I found it becomes part of who like part of your being of like a red flag is much quicker to identify now than before yeah. where I'd get pulled in all directions to go oh my god I just need to hibernate for like two days because yeah. I'm so overwhelmed and it's I didn't just, know why yeah it's just like the self-awareness like this breeds yeah. self-awareness right so it's like the more you are aware of who you are and you observe your actions, your thoughts, your behaviors, you know, what's going on, your interactions. It helps you. It brings back your power because you see Mm -hmm. what's going on. You, you have like power leaks, you know, you have leaks power. It's kind of like the AC in a house. It's like, you're very drafty, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And you start to discover that. Yeah. So I think that if, if we're allowing ourselves to really get honest with ourselves, we can really become very powerful. If we're willing to be honest with ourselves, if we're willing to take the time to get in and write it down or to talk it out with ourselves, we can really get powerful. Yeah. I think the accountability and the honest questioning to oneself. Yeah. I absolutely agree with you. I think that's because you, if you, when you start to face yourself, you can face anything. Exactly. It's the hardest thing, but you can face anything. When you face the, no, like no one truly knows the corners of our soul in the same that we know. And when you meet them and you work with them and you love them and you cherish it and you, you kind of make peace with the past and look forward to the future, but live in the present through to your point of like truly just meeting yourself and getting honest. It's so powerful, but very difficult. So anyone that's doing it, you're amazing. 
<laughs> I love that. Yeah. And the courage is like, it's, it's so, I don't think my words can comprehend. It's, it's not easy. It's not. It takes so much bravery and so much courage to face every fear. Because that's what it feels like. For but me, yet, that's what it felt like. But yet it yet it can be easy. It's, if we tell ourselves that it can be easy. We can do this. We can exactly. Yes. We are here for each other. Like I always, I've talked in the past about you in an alternate reality, like bringing that version of yourself here into this reality with you, like accessing whatever that alternate reality version of yourself has, having that alternate version of reality um, in another alternate dimension. Okay. There's mm-hmm. a version of you who is so self-aware and is so self-loving and is so powerful. And it's like, I want to sit with you and I want you to come here and I want you to share with me the energy and the feeling of this so that I can bring this out in me. Because if it exists in you in this alternate reality, then it exists in me in this reality. Yeah. I think it's a really cool technique and a really cool kind of, um, you know, our mind doesn't know, our subconscious mind doesn't know what is dreamt, what is watched movie, you know, what is, um, true when we write it in a journal is true or use mantra and we, you know, we're changing our lives through all these things. And so by doing this exercise, you're then able to create a feeling and align with that version of yourself, the alternate reality version of yourself and make that real in this life. Yes. And I learned totally. that I learned that through an exercise in hypnotherapy that where we went back in time and I brought my version of myself now back in time to like different events. And I was, I myself now was there for myself then. And this is great too, because you could use it in your life now, but you can also have those same types of accessing the version of yourself then and pull like transporting yourself to that past and being as the hero in your life in that moment to come in, kick someone's ass, do whatever and grab you and take you out of there, you know, mm-hmm. or give you love and give you strength and tell you that you're worthy then when someone was telling you you weren't worthy. Yeah. 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 That is really powerful. I think, uh, yeah, that for me was also really powerful. The other thing that also ha- you reminded me with the visualization was to visualize yourself who you want to be and how you could be that tomorrow. So I don't know if you ever did that, but like an evening intention of watching yourself wake up. What do you do? How do you do things differently? How does that one feel? Like bringing that version of that moment. I love that because I never, I did think about that and I did visualize that and I did go through it, but not as immediate as tomorrow. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So especially this helped me for when, uh, and I think I always say this to you in terms of, I thought healing was a straight line and it mm-hmm. had an end date. Um, mm-hmm. And when I met you, I was like, oh, it's like, it really isn't an end date. No. And I kind of knew that, but it was just, there was something in me that thought, yep, it's it's going to be done. So when it, I had my ups and downs in healing and I felt like I was off course, I wasn't, it was all divine timing in the journey. Yeah. But I felt like I took two steps back to recenter myself. I would go, and be like, okay, 
we're right where we need to be, but how do we learn from this and restart? It's because I can always choose in any moment to take a different course. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you know, when you feel like you've taken a few steps back, you're like, oh, this is too hard. I'm not going to do it. There's always those moments of like resistance that yeah. I would just reset and be like, okay, tomorrow, how do we reset? How do we show up differently? How do we take some of the learns from now? What do I look like? What do I feel like? What am I wearing? How do I act? How am I walking to the station? How am I going into my workplace? How do I order my coffee? Like I'd get very detailed. Yeah. I think when we have those like sliding back or we fall back, I think that one of the things that really helped me in those moments was to think, you know, I, so I was an athlete when I was younger and I just always remember, um, sometimes before you charge forward, you have to take like a slight step back. Like I remember when I would run and it was like, I'd put the weight on the back leg, almost like a little kickback before I really dug into the ground to like move and charge forward. And so I try to remind myself of that because I think just like, um, like in physics, it makes sense if that, if I'm right, I'm not an expert in physics, but in like physically in physics, <laughs> your move, your take, you have to pull like a rubber band. You have to pull the energy yes. back to propel forward. Exactly. To really get the momentum to go forward. And, and I think that we have a huge opportunity in those times to fucking just like be like, oh my God, this is what I just did. Like I yes. came back, but look, this is why it happened. And you can get a charge from that and you can propel yourself like quantum leap forward because now you've just uncovered all this stuff that you yeah attention to. And so now you can push yourself forward. Mm-hmm. And vibrationally though, it, I gratitude for me is like the highest. Yeah. But, but I ultimate superpower. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, what I took from that is usually in the moments where I'm feeling the two steps back, the minute I propel out of that, the gratitude, I sink into gratitude even more mm-hmm. because I found my way through that. So I, it's just that continuation yeah. of gratitude, which is amazing. Gratitude and the other, there's a couple other things that pair with gratitude really well. Gratitude, I think also, um, blessing people like sending love and blessings to people yeah. like that is huge people that piss you off like just send like and sometimes you have to ask for like the grace to be able to send love and blessings to people but i found that if i get on a roll of sending love and blessings to like people who have irritated me or we didn't see eye to eye or whatever just like anything in the day to day a way to get back your power is to just send them like blessings, like bless so-and-so, you know, bless. And then I go from that person to the next person to all these other people and people that I truly love as well. I mix in with that. And it's like, I'm sending Mm -hmm. blessings to my building. I'm sending blessings to my project. I'm sending blessings to everyone that works in my company. I'm sending blessings to all my friends. You know, it's just like a list. And it's nice. And that naturally like oozes into gratitude because then you're like, wow, I just really appreciate all these people in my life. Yeah. That and faith, faith that you know that it is always getting better 
and that there are the underworkings, the things that we can't see, the people, places, and things that are moving underneath it all that we can't even see, but we have to have faith that all that happens is happening to serve us. And it's like, if we can just consistently get ourselves back to that thinking, it changes your life. Those three things are just like so huge. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. It's so powerful. Yeah, so powerful. And on that note, I think we should end there because we've just given like, if you, if you were driving, you should listen to this podcast again and take notes because I think we had some very good ways that you can get your power back and stop giving it away, but also really just like establishing that trust with yourself and building yeah. a relationship. Yeah. 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 And you're amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. And don't ever forget that. And don't look to other people to tell you that you're amazing. Take the time to get to know yourself and all the wonderful, amazing, unique things about you and embrace and appreciate those things. Yeah. Like find ways to love yourself more. We could all love ourselves more. I think. Yeah, totally. It should be something we learn how to do in school. Like, why are you amazing? Yes, <laughs> affirmation. I feel like little kids, like now kids are becoming, you know, people are, kids are more aware of like that children need to see this in themselves. They need this kind yeah. of feedback. And we'd love to hear your feedback, what you thought. If you have any ideas and suggestions, please let us know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, you'll we'll have the information in the show notes on how you could reach us, myself or Sarah. And we look forward to the next podcast. Sarah, anything you want to say in closing? So much love from New York. So much love from New York. Mwah. <laughs>